0: Let's come to our God in prayer. Our Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words that have been spoken, Father, for the songs that have been sung, Father, for the meditation that can happen on the wonder of the blessing of your Son's incarnation. And he became man for us, to live for us, to die for us, to rise again for us, to ascend for us, that we might have life, and that life is the light of men. And so, Father, we ask That is, we take just a couple of moments to consider the wonder of that light that you have given us in your Son. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our spirit be pleasing to you, and we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Children of God called to be saints, there is never-ending wonder and joy, at least for me, in coming to the Christmas season. And certainly, we all have those things that are our favorite things, maybe it's those cookies from grandma or that get-together that you have. But for me, the enduring memory, at least of Christmases long, long ago and seemingly longer by the minute, would be the beholding of Christmas lights. My kids will attest to it, my wife as well, that there is usually at least one night during the Christmas season where I just sit under the tree, somewhat awkwardly, so if someone stumbled upon me, they would wonder if something had happened, but... But my head, as far as I can get under the tree on the tree skirt, just to look up into the tree, and to see the lights and to see the sparkle and the colors and the reflection on various ornaments. And whether that's something that you do or not, it's certainly something that we see all around us. And those lights then, regardless of how gaudy or how beautiful they are, are something to be seen. That's why we put them up. They're meant to be seen and paused before, and admired. That they serve for us as a a reminder of the season. And we pray for us a reminder then of the reason. And so in the words that I'm so thankful that our young people, and some not as young people, have read for us this morning, we rejoice in the wonder of what God has laid out in order to make that known to us. That that light would shine before us, that we would see not tinsel and trees and ornaments today, but that we would behold the glory of God, glory to God in the highest, a glory that shines all around us, a glory that we can't help but behold because we are found in Christ Jesus. And so the wonder of Christmas and even those lights in some small way says we're pointing to something better, something greater, more profound. And so for us, we know that in the incarnation of Jesus Christ and the great gift we're given, we're given light, that we might walk as children of light and that we would shine that light to the nations. And so I'm going to be using several different texts and even referencing some of them that have gone before, but, but I want to speak to you five very basic bullet-pointed truths. I know you're saying you can't do that, you don't know how, but we're going to do that this morning. And so the first is this, we must recognize that Jesus is the light of Christmas, that he is the light of the world. It's what Jesus says in John 8 verse 12, Jesus spoke saying, I am the light of the world. But then his promise to us, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have, have possession of the light of life. This is his gift to us in his son. It is the only gift that we truly speak about today that means anything at all. This is what the Lord has given. But it's better than that. Because for us in the gifts that we give and receive, we don't become those things. We might put them on, we might have existence with those things, but but we don't become them. But in that light that has been given to us, we rejoice in the truth that he has made us children of light in Jesus Christ. Paul writes in Ephesians 5, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Why? Because we're found in him. We are him. Like we talked about last night, I have died. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And he makes us into that, into the light of the world, as those found in union with him. And that's the call to you this day. If Christmas is just the trappings and the stuff, and we show up to church once a year, and we do the thing, and no, no. All of this blessing and all of this light is only found in a Savior, Jesus Christ. That if all this day for you is a baby, you've missed all that's been read and all that's been sung. For God who said, Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 4, let light shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts. Not only have we died with him, but that is how we live with him to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Why? Because maybe you're sitting here looking around saying, well, these people look really good and they do the right things and they are church people and I am not. But that isn't the light that we share with you today. Come, all you unfaithful. Come, see what your God has done. Because we, all of us here, all of those who claim Christ and want to speak of that gift to you today, recognize that we have this treasure, this light in jars of clay. We're broken too. But we show forth. Why has that light shone in us? To show that the surpassing power belongs to God, not us. All we are is by the power of grace. By the illumination of his spirit. And so I call you that, to that today. We are found light only in Christ. And he has shown that light to you today that you would come. And you would rejoice in the wonder of a newborn savior and a newborn king. But Christian, you are not divorced then are separated from that. That isn't just something that we, we stash away for later. Because the light of the world calls us to make him and his light known. Beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. So Jesus, in him, he says, this is who and what you are. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Kids, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And it gives, puts on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. Hear it in the same way. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and, important and, give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that is for a purpose. Not just for you and not just for Christmas Day services. But for the fact that there is a world as beautiful, and I'm so thankful that the fog is gone and we have sunshine today. There is darkness that needs light to come into it. There is a world that you can't help but look at and say, how dark is that darkness? You are the light of the world. If we are hiding ourselves from that darkness, how great is that darkness? And that's what Isaiah has spoken. Isaiah 49, verse 6. It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations. Why? That my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to do all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. And that's why we are given light, so that we can be brought into marvelous light, but that we would go forth to shine that light into a dark world, so that sinners would be called out of darkness into the same. And do we have a light to talk about today? Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise among you, upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. That's the wonder of all the multitude of the heavenly hosts and the shepherds being absolutely terrified. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, see it. See the light. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you, y'all, is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He is that light, and he alone. And if you're looking for it anywhere else, be it up in the tree or wherever, you're missing it. Jesus Christ is that light given to you, given for you, a light to be upon you and in you that is to be you so that we would go forth and serve again more than just as Christmas lights, but those who shine in the darkness like stars to the glory of his name. Amen. Let's pray. Our Lord and heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the wonder of your word for the power of your spirit, for the gift of that glorious light that is ours and that you have made us to be and to walk in in Christ. Lord, thank you for a gift that is beyond comprehension, one that we give you thanks for without measure. And so, Lord, may all of our celebrations in this day be of Christ, Christ Christ-given, Christ-come, Christ-lived, Christ-died, Christ-risen, Christ coming again. Lord, in what we have received today, make us mindful of that second advent and that call for us to be light and to walk as light and shine that light and proclaim the light of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.